Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmaine the Finisher. Who is that? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good How are morning. you doing this morning? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Just woke up early this morning and came into the kitchen and found dance all over my countertop. But outside of Ooh. that, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Ugh. Well, they're gone now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. Good morning. It's Diane. Happy Diane, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Yes. How are you, Karina? I'm doing well in you. I'm good. Great. Great. You have a great going day. On, you too are going on me. Okay. Good, good morning. Good morning, Yvonne. How are you doing this morning? Okay. Do you Moxie, are you there? Okay, who who was trying to say good morning? Good morning, Mrs. Sister Stephanie. Praise God, everybody. Praise God. You have a great day. Thank you. Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday, and God bless everyone on the call. God bless you too, Lisa. Moxie, are you there to translate, Moxie? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Nice to hear your voice. Right. I think she was saying something like uh, a puppy died or something, I believe. Yeah, I heard something about somebody died. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that. All right, I believe. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Have a great day. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, Nosey. Good morning to you. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday. Sister Tracy, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday to you. Have a great day. Good morning. This is Danielle. Danielle, good morning to you. I have a uh, prayer request. Okay. My friend Melissa. My friend Melinda had to put her dog, Holly, down. They've had this dog for many years before their own children were born, and they're extremely hurting right now. Okay. I got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Any Anyone else like to say good morning? 
Good morning, Tarina. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. It's Rochelle. Have a super blessed day. You too, Rochelle. Good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. It's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tremaine the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tremaine the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Termina DeFinisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during June, where our new monthly theme is entitled Order. This means that all of our decoration will be focused on us understanding order according to the mind, heart, and will of God. There is one announcement today. Please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight right here on the call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time. There is no new prayer request from the app, but I do want to remind everyone to go to declarevictory.org and put your put in your prayer request through the app. There is um actually we have two spoken prayer requests and then one is from Yvonne. I don't know. Um someone had passed away in her life. Please lift her up in prayer. Another one is from Danielle, praying for her friend Melinda. Her dog had um they had to put a dog to rest. Please lift, up, please lift up the family. The order of the call is Prayer and Corporate Praise, Barbara, Declaration, Brother E.K. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, Prayer and Corporate Praise, Barbara, Declaration, Brother E.K. Then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for the day is from Isaiah 9, 7 of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from the time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty would accomplish this. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the instructor to come off mute. We also ask you to maintain your volume and tone over your prayers to a reasonable level to not pray over the prayer warrior's voice as they are leading us to the throne. Thank you for your participation and cooperation. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Barbara. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus love you, and so do I.
Good morning, Heavenly Father. Let the whole world shout triumphantly to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. His people, the sheep of his pasture, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness through all generations. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I come to you once again this morning, Lord, thanking you for allowing us to wake up and see another one of your beautiful days, Lord Jesus. Lord, I come with a humble heart this morning, Lord, just praising your name and lifting you up, Father, and just thanking you for your mercy and your grace and your love, Lord. Lord, right now I lift up uh, Daniel's friend Melinda to you, Lord, asking that you comfort that family as only you can comfort them, Lord, during this difficult time for them, Father. I just leave them in your hands, Lord Jesus. And Lord, as Yvonne is praying regarding someone that has passed away in her life, Lord, I just ask you to give her strength, Lord. Continue to um, just touch her in a special way, Lord, and continue to allow her to be who you want her to be, Lord. I just lift that family up to you also, Lord. Lord, I just come lifting up our essential workers to you, Lord, thanking you for them, Lord. Thanking you for this beautiful day, Lord Jesus. Thanking you for um, having a roof over our head and food in our cabinets, Lord. And it might not be what you want to eat, but it's food, Lord Jesus, because somebody didn't have any food at all, Lord. Lord, I just thank you. I just praise you. We're only here because of you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I lift our firemen up to you and our policemen, Lord, and our mayors and our governors, Lord. I our our social workers, I lift them up to you also, Lord, our nurses and our doctors, Lord. Lord, I just lift up all those that are in service, Lord, thanking you for them, Lord, asking you, Father, to bless as only you can bless, Lord, as we're still. Yes, they're lifting some things up, but we're still in this, um, I call it a plague, Lord Jesus. It is still here, Lord, and I just ask you to help us to continue to be um, safe and continue to uh, do our distancing and washing our hands and just doing the things that we need to do, Lord. Lord, I know that you are a doctor that has never lost a case, Lord, and I just lift up those that are dealing with cancer and all other ailments, Lord, high blood pressure, diabetes, Lord. Um, kidney disease, Father. I just lift them up to you right now, Lord. Asking you to visit those hospital beds, Lord, and touch them with your healing hand, Lord Jesus, for we need you right now, Lord. Lord, we need you right now like never before, Lord. I just ask that those Christians allow that light to shine so that people can see you in them, Lord Jesus, because you are the answer to all of our issues, Lord Jesus. We just need to call out to you, Lord, and be obedient to your word, Lord Jesus. I just thank you this morning, Lord. I thank you for my family, Lord. Ask me to continue to touch as only you can touch, Lord. I lift up the DV family to you, Lord. Thanking you for everyone that's under the sound of my voice, Lord. Those requests that were not spoken, but you know what they are, Lord Jesus. I just ask you to be with us, Lord, and remind us that you never leave us, Lord. We leave you, but you never leave us, Lord Jesus. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for putting us on the right track, Lord. And teaching us how to be in order 
not our way, but your way, Lord Jesus. Your will be done in each of our lives, Lord Jesus. Father, as I continue to lift you up and praise you, I ask everyone to take their phones off of mute and continue to praise the Lord as we praise his oh, name God. and lift him up and just thank him for how goodness and wonderful he is. Thank you for everything that you do. Father, gracious one, thank you so very much. You are the I'm 
uh, like I would be during uh, normal time. Uh, but uh, those reminders help. And even if not, reminders <laughs> reminders help. So I praise God for all the people that are behind the scenes to take all these moving parts to make them work. The scheduling, the this, moaning, whoever, whoever it is that is behind the scenes. I appreciate you. We acknowledge that you're there because we don't we don't see you, but you help make this ship sail mighty smooth. Uh, and so that there are a lot of great minds and God minds behind the scenes. And I appreciate you so very much. In case I've never got an opportunity to say it, I wanted to say it out loud. Um, I have been so um, blessed and impressed with uh, the declarations on order. Um, a lot of people, uh, uh, some of y'all, you didn't leave me very much of the pie left because some of y'all have done <laughs> such an outstanding job. But, you know, God always inspires you in different ways. Uh, and that's one of the great things about us being individuals. Um, he always gives you uh, a way in or whatever. Well, I was looking and dealing with uh, something, and so um, it was along the lines of order. So I wanted to be uh, shared with you when 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 my light bulb went on, um, I wanted to make sure that I would uh, share it with you so that your light bulb might be gone, might go on as well. Um, and so uh, I looked up uh, in the, you know, the traditional dic dictionary. I went in Google and looked up the word order. And order, and, and I know we've actually heard this uh, before during the course of this month already, but it is the arrangement or the disposition of people or things in relation to each other according to a particular sequence, pattern, or method, right? Um, a state, also another definition, is a state in which everything is in its correct or appropriate place, right? So you have um, um, sequential order or how you arrange things or how you organize, organize different things or uh, structures or systems or series. There is a way that things have to go in order. Um, the reason why I thanked uh, uh, Rochelle and the people behind it because there's an order behind all this that we do. Uh, when you think about it, um, you know, we don't necessarily see it. Sometimes you can't appreciate it, but there has to be certain things that are put in place already so that you can say, oh, 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 oh. But it's not until you really look uh, or think about it uh, that you realize that somebody has done some, some work or done some things. Uh, um, when it comes to uh, religion, uh, and you look up the definition, it is a stated form of a liturgical service or administrative of the rites or ceremony prescribed by the ecclesiastical authority. Whoa. Uh, a grade uh, uh, or rank in Christian ministry, especially that of a bishop, a priest, or a deacon, um, and so on and so forth. Uh, so there are several different types uh, of order. Well, there's an uh, uh, order that I would like to talk about uh, and share with you this morning. Um, and it comes from the book of John, John 13, uh, when our Lord and Savior Jesus washed his disciples' feet. 
he washed his disciples' feet. Um, because I got a question for you um, that that is hopefully that will, will be thought-provoking for you and that you will uh, uh, see that this is, is, is what's really going on. Um, and so the disciples needed a little attitude uh, altered. They need their attitude altered, adjusted, or maybe even aligned. And Jesus tells them, you know, just the truth that the kingdom of God is about servanthood. And that's the true mission of Jesus. And that's the true mission of the church. And Jesus, uh, of course, he models it by being a servant. And and just briefly, um, and, and you know this, uh, um, that if you go into God's word, um, they, you know, arose from supper and laid aside his garments and he took a towel um, in verse four and took a towel and girded himself and after that he poured water into a basin and he began to wash the disciples feet and wipe them down with a towel which he was girded with and then Simon Peter and uh, came to Simon Peter and and Peter said unto him Lord are you Washing my feet in question mark, um, and Jesus answered to him, said to him, "What I am doing, you do not understand now, but you will after this." And Peter said to him, "You shall wash my feet." And so uh, Jesus answered to him and said, "If I do not wash your feet, you will have no part of me." So Simon Peter said to him, "Lord, wash my feet and also my hands." And my head. <laughs> and Jesus said to him, uh, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. Uh, for he knew who would betray him before, and, and he said, You are not all clean. Well, having said that, and having heard that, I want to ask you. Uh, uh, about this little simple text. Um, you know, so many of us have worked in in different levels and different areas of church, whether it was vacation Bible school, children's church staff, um, church office volunteers, uh, serving uh, as an example for the House of Acts or Sunday school teacher staff, uh, uh, summer camp, snow camp, missions and evangelism, senior mission, ABW, uh, uh, Haiti's mission and uh, um, um, the homeless encampment, um, feed the hungry food pantry, the clothes closet, uh, uh, whether you sing in the in the funeral choir, the choir of comfort, the repast team, the bereavement team, the ushers, the nurses, the hospitality, uh, uh, whatever it is, I got a question for you is, are you a servant? Jesus set the order Excuse me. Jesus set the order uh, of what to do with his disciples, and what happened was uh, he was setting the order of what we need to do as we go on forward from his time all the way in. Uh, a disciple is a follower of Jesus, 
And if I asked everybody to raise their hand, how many of us are disciples, I would hope and pray that all of us would raise our hands because that's what we do. We are followers of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We emulate and we imitate his ways because he was the model. He set the order for us and how we should operate and how we should do. Uh, my strongest ministry is ministry of helps. Uh, I will help people whether I care for them or not, whether they look like me or not. I will help people just naturally, um, uh, sometimes via internet, sometimes hands-on, sometimes uh, through Cash App. You know, it just, it, I'm a natural ministry of helps person. I, I, I'll see somebody with this, that needs a push and I can be dressed up and jump out my car, pull over and help push them to, to uh, off the street or whatever else. But that's me. That's my, that's my, ministry gift, right? Uh, but everybody has different ministry gifts, and everybody has a way and ability to be a servant. And that's what Jesus was really modeling and showing us the order of, of that's what we should be doing in every day and every way that we can to uplift as a disciple, as a follower of Christ, that's what we should be doing. We should be trying to be a servant to our fellow man, to our, our cubicle mate at work, to our coworker, to our children, to our family. Uh, and then once we do that, what happens is dynamic duplication. People will start doing as they know to do because we're followers of Christ. And because he is the model, he set the order, then we will in, in eventually imitate or emulate him. Are, are you a servant? Do you have a towel? Uh, uh, because that's my ministry gift, right? Is ministry of helps. Uh, 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 Dion is, uh, as an example, um, um, she has a multiplicity of gifts. Uh, and even more so that Tanya, I mean, it, it, what, what is it that she can't do? But she's an administrator by just naturally, right? And so as an example, either of those two wonderful sisters um, have two totally different gifts uh, 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 sets of gifts or whatever else, but they are a servant. Even through this ministry that we are part of, Declaring Victory, they're helping guide us, direct us, lead us, teach us, uh, and model, uh, but they're modeling as the order of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as he did. Uh, and so uh, how do we honor what God has set before us? Because he's already set the order. We do it by dynamic duplication. We learn it, and then we teach somebody else to do it. Uh, we do it, uh, as you saw, Jesus, all the way through the different Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and all the way through, uh, uh, you see he always did stuff, and then went, shh, don't tell nobody. Uh, and he pointed to God. And he pointed to God the Father. He pointed to God and gave God the glory. But most times, even when they got healed, uh, set free and delivered, whenever he did something to them, if you think about it, he was always like, Shh, you know, give praise to God and uh, go and sin no more. He sent them off and sent them away. So I wonder if you, in your walk with Jesus, in your living with Jesus, as your lives, we live out and walk it out. Uh, our lives through uh, Jesus Christ, uh, that our mission, our goal, just like it was for Jesus, because again, he set the order, um, a servant is to be a servant. A servant is a person that is devoted or, uh, or guided uh, by something, one that serves others. And Jesus was the model servant, and he showed up 
with his servant attitude to his disciples. Washing his guests' feet was a job for household servants uh, to carry out when the guests arrived. But Jesus uh, wrapped a towel around him, around his waist, and the lowliest uh, uh, job that the lowliest slave would do, he in turn turned around and did it to him. Um, I had the pleasure, uh, I'm a member, a proud member of the Friendship Missionary Baptist Church, and our pastor emeritus um, is the Reverend Dr. Carol Brockwood Jr. And uh, on Monday, Thursday, that's when we do feet washing, uh, I got an opportunity to watch our pastor, Reverend Dante Quick. He sat down and he was able to wash Dr. Brockwood's feet and then Dr. Brockwood turned around and washed his feet. It was a picture moment. It was an ah moment because the pastor and the pastor emeritus, the one that had, had labored for many, 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 many years in the community, uh, got his feet washed by his current pastor, uh, young enough to be, clearly young enough to be his son. And then he, as the other honor, got a chance to turn around as the elder and wash his son's feet. Uh, and how impactful and how powerful is that and would that be? Uh, if you got a chance with your brother or your sister, that sister that you don't always get along with, that brother that always gets on your last nerve, that gets on, uh, uh, that, that makes you challenged, sometimes makes you want to cuss, sometimes that brother or sister that makes you want to fuss, or that cousin or that loved one or that husband or even that child, if you were to wash their feet as Jesus did. Uh, the reason why they washed feet in the in those days was because they walked through uh, villages and towns, and they didn't have shoes, they didn't have Jordans, they didn't have uh, flip flops, they didn't have slides, they didn't have easy, they didn't have Crocs, they didn't have uh, sandals and and all the nice uh, uh, things. They just sometimes it was bare feet, and sometimes it was the 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 old school sandals. Uh, maybe you have Birkenstocks. They had <laughs> they had. Uh, just the sandals that they had made from that time. And because all there were not paved roads and it was rocky, dusty terrain. And what happens is, uh, just like in our lives, we walk through, uh, in some point in our lives, not always, life doesn't always give us smooth roads. Life does not always give us wonderful paved roads. Sometimes when we're walking for Jesus Christ and we're serving, uh, we walk through some dirty places. Uh, some of those dirty places could be your house. Some of those places could be your life. Some of those places could be your mind. Um, I know that my feet have gone to some places uh, that were not always streets paved with gold. Uh, but the good thing about that is Jesus always allows us and comes to model this for our feet to be washed, for our feet to be cleansed, that way our paths and our minds. And metaphorically, uh, he's cleaning our minds, he's cleaning our hearts, and he's cleaning our the things that are that we'll say are are dirty to be able to make them clean so that our life can be new, that our paths can be new. Uh, and so Jesus is washing his disciples' feet. Now, again, this is a job for a slave. This is a job for a, a, a house person to come in because when you came into somebody's house, this was customary that there was a basin and a bowl, uh, a bowl and uh, a basin of water and a towel so that you could get, uh, somebody needs to mute their phone. Somebody is, uh, sounds like they're getting in their car. Thank you so much. Uh, and it is amazing 
uh, experience. If you've never gone to a foot washing or if you've never held one, uh, uh, I would encourage you to even do one uh, and, and start with your, your own self or your own home or your own situation. Uh, but uh, they always had this done. So Jesus uh, thinks it not robbery and goes and does it to his very same disciples. Now, Peter uh, is bucking up against Jesus. In, in the story, because he was like, oh, no, no, not you, Lord, uh, not you, Pastor, not you, uh, Dion, not you, whomever, you know, no, you you don't wash my feet, uh, you're Jesus. And this is what happens is sometimes we think that, you know, that we're not worthy uh, to to fall in those for people in leadership or people that we see or whatever else. But God, uh, Jesus set it in order so that no matter how high you are, no matter how, how lower, no matter how much you think of yourself, or no matter how much uh, is going on uh, in your life, that Jesus is always there and available to wash your feet. He gets into the conversation with, with Peter and tells Peter, you know, uh, he Peter tells him, no, Lord, you're not going to wash my feet. And then he says to him, as I say to you, that if you don't allow this to happen, then you won't have any part of Jesus and his kingdom. You need to let this happen and allow me to wash your feet to go ahead and that way I can start cleansing your path, start cleansing your life, start cleansing you. So Peter comes and has an epiphany and was like, well, Jesus, <laughs> if if that's what's going to happen in order for me to be part of the kingdom, then Lord, wash my hands, wash my feet, wash my head, wash all of me, wash me, Lord. Uh, and he comes to just let us know uh, that no matter who or how dirty that you are, no matter whatever it is, it, it it's available for your feet to get washed. Yep. So um, here it is. Get up and wash. Uh, 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 Jesus is. I'm sorry. Jesus uh, is uh, when he washes feet. That is a call to worship because that is uh, an opportunity to worship, and uh, it's a very serious uh, uh, thing when you wash feet. Uh, sometimes, metaphorically, you're going to have to wash your own feet. Sometimes you're going to have to do a self check in your life. Then it's a call to action. Uh, because now that I've gone ahead and cleaned myself up, in some cases, uh, once my feet are washed, that means I've, I've actually had an opportunity to repent. That means I've had an opportunity to turn away from sin and or dirty places. Uh, and so now it's a call to action. And then uh, it causes you to get up and realize that it is a call to service, right? And are you willing to follow Christ's example of serving? Are you willing to wash others' feet? Uh, and in, in the 21st century, in the Lord's church, in the new church, uh, we have a mindset of entitlement. And we were born with a silver spoon. We're selfish, not selfless. Uh, and we see uh, 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 this great lesson that speaks from eternity. And it still asks the same question. Are you a servant? It was the attitude of servitude, right? How can I serve you? How can I help you? Uh, what do you need? Uh, uh, um, it's just like when you go to a restaurant and a good server always comes back and checks on their table. They check on their customer. They check on the person that they're serving. 
they look back and give them that little look like, you all right? You need anything? And that's what Jesus is, is trying to teach us, even through this lesson of washing your feet. Um, uh, it asks the, the question of, of what do you need? But it also gives you uh, the charge to go ahead and pick up a towel. It also says, mm, I don't want to do it, but you want to do it because you want to have every part. You don't want to be Peter. You don't want to have that conversation because you want Jesus to have every single part of you, right? You want him to go ahead and wash your hands, wash your feet, wash your heart, wash your mind. Uh, and so what happened was some of them, they just didn't get it. They, they, they didn't get it. And so now the disciples had walked with Jesus. Uh, they had walked with him for three years, and now they were coming to the end of the journey, and Jesus needed them to get it. And you would think by now they would have got it. And if you really look in the text um, um, and think about it in John, uh, John chapter 2, uh, when Jesus does his first miracle uh, and turns water into wine, and they went from, uh, <laughs> as my grandfather would say, they went from dipping to sipping when he turned water into wine. In John chapter two, you would think that they would get it by now. Then in John chapter three, when Nicodemus, uh, Jesus says, uh, you must be born again. And then in chapter three, it's just a litany of, of what's happening. Uh, uh, get it because you would think by now that they would get who really who Jesus really is and that you need to be able to allow him because now you've seen him do miracles uh, in chapter five where, you know, he healed the man at the pool of, of Bethsaida in chapter six, where Jesus, he feeds the 5,000 and, uh, and uh, he lets them know that he was the bread of life. He went from, took that little boy, his happy meal and fed 5,000 people, more than 5,000 people. In chapter seven, he says that I am the living water. In chapter eight, uh, there, is a, uh, uh, there is a woman that they were about to stone and she was caught in the act of adultery. You remember that show to come on Channel 7 Scandal. Uh, and in chapter 11, Mary and Martha was upset because Jesus uh, uh, thought their brother had died. And Jesus uh, called him by his name. <laughs> and Lazarus jumped up. It says, so uh, that you would think by now that they would get it. And I would think by now that you would get it, uh, uh, declaring victory, that you would get it, that he really is the king of kings and that he is the Lord of lords. He really is the lily of the valley, and he really is the bright morning star. He's a bomb in Gilead, and he's the rose of Sharon. He's Big Mama walking cane to glory, and he's Big Daddy's leaning post. He's the ancient of days. He's the emancipator, and he's the liberator. I want you to get it that all that you have to do is pick up a towel and begin to serve. It is so very necessary. Uh, Bishop, uh, not Bishop, Apostle Ross Garrison uh, has this sermon about it is necessary. It is necessary because here it here goes, and I'm saying to you, uh, uh, or you saying to me, I hear you saying, Dawson, my feet are dirty. Well, here comes some good news. We can go through countless people that are that had feet uh, that were dirty, right? Uh, we had countless people that had situations and problems that disqualified them. But nothing disqualifies them or disqualifies you because Jesus is standing there with his arms wide open. And he, again, is setting the order. So your oops didn't necessarily disqualify you. Your it does not disqualify you. Uh, all you have to do is allow him to wash 
your feet. And as you allow him to wash your feet, you get your marching orders, you get your walking papers, and then you get it. And then you go forward and starting washing the other uh, others' feet and being a blessing to them. Right? Jesus responded, unless I wash you, then you won't belong to me. And unless he washes, washed away uh, Peter's sin by his death uh, on the cross. And, and that's so very, very, very important that we realize that we have the ability to wa help wash people's sins away by washing their feet. It, it's an act of symbolism, right? It's, and it's also a rite of passage because it allows you to turn yourself around. So Jesus sets order in your life. So, so as I close, I want to just challenge you and just challenge someone to start thinking about it. Because I never really thought about order being in that. But Jesus sets the order of what to do uh, when you're having a problem with a father and a son and a mother and a daughter. Sit down and pray about it and wash your feet. When you get some shocking news uh, and you need to to uh, cleanse yourself, when you get some some uh, 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 even somebody that gets a, a report that they may have cancer, go ahead and, and wash their feet. It's a, it's a lesson in humility. It's a lesson in service and servitude. And bigger than that, the ultimate model, the person that we, that we pattern our whole lives after, he sets the order for you to go ahead and love somebody unconditionally enough to go ahead. Because listen, if if you don't get a manicure, sometimes our feet are dirty, our feet are nasty, our feet can be rough. Our feet without a pedicure <laughs> can be something else. But Jesus does not mind, and neither should you. So my challenge to you today is, beyond that, is go ahead, pick up a towel, be a servant, serve somebody, and do like the order of Jesus, and go ahead and wash someone's feet. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Perhaps somebody uh, did not get a chance to uh, say good morning or say hello, and then we can go into the Love, Light, and Victory uh, portion where we can uh, talk about the discussion. So if anybody didn't get a chance to say hello, now is your chance and your opportunity. Good morning, it's Carla. That was a great declaration. Praise God. Thank you so much. Good morning. Carla. Good morning. Dr. Chris, fabulous declaration. Praise God. Good morning, it's Jubilee. Enjoyed your declaration. Morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good words to, to, today. I grew up in the church that did speak Russian, so great words in there. Praise God. Good morning. This is Leonia. Thank oh, you good for morning. Words from me this morning. Praise God. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, Courtney, and somebody else. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Great declaration. Praise God. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning, EK and family. This is Bubbly. Happy Tuesday. All hey, Bubbly. Awesome, yeah, man. It gave me a whole different um look of what that meant, washing your feet. 
I mean, man, that was that was deep. It was it was necessary. And um, yeah, going back on mute. <laughs> All right, <laughs> praise God. Hey, Pastor Ek, it's your sister Didi. Love you. Didi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Christina. That was an awesome declaration by the EK. Thank you for sharing. Praise God. Good morning. It's beloved God. Great declaration. I never participated in a foot washing, but I would really like to. Thank you so much. Amen. Okay. Well, that seems like that might be everybody. Anybody have any questions uh, about the declaration or uh, anybody have a discussion point? Good morning, E.K. This is Sister Tracy. Tracy, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for the reminder um, and talking about the foot washing. Uh, You took me back to when I was a kid. I had never known um what it was and so we were in church one sunday and they were talking about doing the foot washing and they had bags of rose petals um and they put them in the water with this floral fragrance and you they you you just sat down it wasn't that you sat next to someone you knew and the whole ambiance of the service of the foot washing was so inspirational and i'm so grateful that I had the opportunity as a kid, I think I was 13 in my grandmother's church to be a part of that. And I have never seen a foot washing um, done like that, you know, since then. So just thank you for uh, the, um, just being humble um, and uh, just, you know, blessing people and loving on people and when people go through things and like you talked about in the foot washing there's so so much significance behind it um so just thank you this morning for that i appreciate you praise god hi brother ek this is glorious gloria god bless you thank you thank you for the declaration this morning and um like everybody else, the reminder about the foot, foot washing, um, bless me, I've participated in before, but I've also seen at a wedding ceremony, a husband and wife washed feet for each other. They're each other's feet. Um, yes. And that, that, that absolutely blessed me. Yes. Because the idea of washing away whatever was and we got a new beginning and we start here um right, right really just was very inspirational so thank you god bless you and i'm going back on mute all right hey bruh hey it's Didi. thank you for that it just the whole symbolism of it reminds me just of a humbling and when you mentioned um your pastor and just the whole thing it's like i'm not on a pedestal and you're not and so just make me think of can somebody mute their phone it's so much background noise, if you would just check. Um, but it just reminds me of what we are in now. And it's just, it just seems like just the spirit of pride throughout the land, even though, you know, we're coming off pandemic and all that. But what the feet washing just reminds me of putting everybody on the same plat- platform, if that makes any sense. So all these titles, um, we were having a conversation yesterday, and it's like nobody just, you like you're I know you are Pastor E. K. but I know you as E. K. But sometimes it's so much more about 
the title than who we really are as servants, if that makes any sense. So that foot washing just reminds me of that. And like you mentioned, back in the day, it wasn't Birkenstocks, it wasn't Red Bottom. You just was walking on whatever, and that was a um, form of just, just like, it's just a humility thing. I hope that makes sense. I love you, and I'm so grateful for you, and thank you for your words this morning. Yeah, and, and, and you know, uh, when you re- really research that 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 story, um, they were living in the times of where you know where they were. Um, they gave themselves. They, they lived as a true community, uh, and they give themselves to you know to the teaching uh, of the apostles. Uh, then they fellowshiped every day, uh, and then they were breaking bread together every day, and then they were committed to prayer. Those are the four things that that this community. Uh, was doing and they and they taught each other uh, about the values uh, and, and that was the time and that's that's kind of the context of of this community uh, that 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 uh, right here in in the text of the story and and so we kind of model the the same thing uh, uh, the humility it doesn't matter about your degrees on your wall uh, as I've always heard it's the anointing on your call. You know, it, it doesn't matter how much you make money, whether you're in the six figures or, or uh, upper six figures, you know, this or that, or, you know, where, wherever you are. It's not your stature, your station in life. It's can you come down and be uh, humble? It's can you come down and can you be an actual servant? You know, um, the, the least of them turns out to be the greatest of them because of the station and the position and the order that you take, and that's what Jesus was saying. There was nobody uh, greater than Jesus that was walking the earth. There's nobody more, if anybody that was should have been puffed up or been the man or anything, it was Jesus. But that was not even his his position. That wasn't his station in life. That wasn't his demeanor. He took a life of being humble, and and even his all of his approaches were actually in truthful or humble and uh, taught. Uh, the biggest of men to be submissive, the biggest of women to be submissive uh, to the will of the kingdom of God. So, yeah, it causes us to, to think and to be uh, meek and lowly, as, as my mom and them would say, um, humble. <laughs> Anybody else? Any other thoughts? Good morning, BK. This, I mean, EK, this is Juliet. Hey. I, I get to get the whole... Declaration. I'm definitely to come back and listen to it again. But when you're speaking of the uh, foot washing, we do that as far as our of our communion. We a part of our communion every every we have we have. And um, let me when I when I'm listening to this also refresh of course of why we wash. Because after a certain time, when you do it so often, it's part of it's like a ritual. It becomes of just the the you know the communion, but then you you lose the. I've done it so often, you kind of lose the uh, significance. I remember there were times when we when we've had communion that I might have had a, a issue with someone in the church, like that that I couldn't partake until Amy, you know, come to that place of humility to where I couldn't partake unless I went and got that situation taken care of, you know. Um, 
But I do want to thank you for the refresher course. You know, I want to listen to this again. Um, because like I said, after you do something for so so often that, it, you know, this is a part of our communion service. You know, you know, look at the significance of the foot washing. And, you know, I remember, like I said, in the beginnings of, you know, it was something that was breathtaking. You know what I'm You get this opportunity to get with people and, you know, you wash a stranger's foot. You know, people that have just walked off the street. It gives you the spirit of humility. I just want to thank Absolutely. you for refresh your course. You know, for Amen. me, you know, so that the next time that we have communion, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, I'm going to look at it differently. It's not just a part of it, but, but try to reflect on that time, the times when I first started doing uh, communion and how good it felt, you know, and like you said, how humbly it was for me to partake. Wow. Praise God. Morning, E.K. It's Rochelle. Um, um, just every time I read that story, I just say, how amazing is it that our supreme leader serves? And I just every time you just, you, if you can get a visual of him taking, you know, being in being who he was, kneeling down, as my mom would say, humble yourself <laughs> um, right. to serve. Um, and and I, I had to laugh because when you said Apostle Garrison, that's my home church where I grew up as a child. So when you, his messages and the way they hit um, are amazing. And, and what really topped it off for me is my mom was a usher um, in the church for years and years. And even when she got sick, um, and she got well from her surgery. She went back to church as an usher and served. Wow. So it is just amazing how um, you can put aside self for everything that who you believe in. I can say everything because he is everything that you believe in to go back to serving, even when you can't serve yourself to serve others. So that was amazing. Um, um, share this morning. So God bless you. And thank you for um, allowing me to remind you and not harass you. <laughs> <Have a good laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Good morning, Sister Lisa. I thank you for your declaration. Uh, yes, when you said washing the feet, I we have uh, mentioned it in my church, but I didn't. When you said the washing, you made me look at it another way. As God is cleaning my heart and washing my mind, that I have a um, heart now to serve, you know, the homeless and serve my family. Uh, this weekend, my seven-year-old auntie and 80-year-old auntie uh, had a storage over in San Leandro. And, I mean, it was like big furniture, but it's not because of that. I go when they call me, I go over there, I go, I help whoever asked me to help. Like you said, you see somebody on the road and I didn't used to do that. So I'm grateful that God is washing me, you know, my mind and my heart uh, to think of others, especially the homeless, you know, because I've been there. And the only because of that is that he gave, he, 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 God it has changed my life and that he could do it for them too. And so I don't need to look down on nobody and I don't need no title that I am worth it in, in God's eyes and he is doing it and I'm grateful. Thank you for your declaration. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Courtney again. Um, this morning was really good. I, I've had the opportunity to attend a foot washing and participate, and it was beautiful. But today, looking at it from the perspective of Jesus washing Judas' feet, um, I think in this season, it's more so of identifying the forgiveness and how humility comes in that piece as well for me. Um, you can't really humble yourself if you're not bold enough to forgive and serve those who have hurt you and vice versa. So th this is right on time for me. Thank you. All right. Praise God. EK, it's Tanya, not Tanya. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I I chuckled out loud when you said, what can't Tanya do? Listen, don't ask me for no direction. <laughs> Amen. You, will be, you, will be, you know what? You shut up because you're just out of order, Dee Dee. I know that's <laughs> you, messy, messy Dee Dee. As long as I have a GPS. As long as I have a GPS, sometimes, sometimes I'll get there. Anyway, it's not that bad. You know, EK, oh, my God, I immediately got a mental picture of True Hope, Church of God in Christ at 950 Gilman Avenue. First Sunday mornings, we had communion. On first Sunday evenings, we had feet washing. And when I tell you the memories that came flooding back, the men were on one side of the church and the women were on the other side of the church because back in the day, most people wore, most of the women wore pantyhose because you was going to hell if you didn't have your legs covered. Amen. Praise God. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> listen, and you better have made sure that you didn't have no red fingernail polish on your toes. That you better have made sure that you scrubbed that stuff off before you uh before you got your feet washed that evening. But listen, the the two primary words that come to and somebody um please mute your line. This is the third request that has been made. And we have order on this line. And part of that order is that we mute until it's time for us to speak. Thank you kindly. I'm sure you thought you, you didn't realize it was you. Thank you so much. Um, and so uh, the women were on one side, the men were on another. I remember, uh, oh, the two words, that's the two words that come to mind, humility, which you already covered, and intimacy. The, the level of, and I'm not talking about sexually, intimately serving your sisters uh, at that, well, us, intimately serving, because um, I think I was a teenager, maybe, uh, but intimately serving and the humility that was demonstrated. My mom was the first lady, I mean, you know, uh, but she washed the feet of the women. Um, the church mother, at the, she would wash the feet of the women, just it, it fell on whoever it was. And um, I just remember the 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 spirit of worship that um, that permeated the air. I don't know what the men's experience was because again we were we were separated. Um, but I, 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 Ek, I was racking my mind for the song that we used to sing <laughs> when we did be washing. I can't remember, but um, and I don't even remember when we stopped. Or when True Hope stopped, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember. You know, just like testimony service stopped, but I don't remember. I don't remember when the feet washing um, stopped. But it is one of the holy ordinances that Jesus gave us: baptism, communion, and feet washing. And um, most churches, 
for most churches. Like I heard a lot of people say, no shade against anybody or anybody's ministry. I heard several people say they've never had a chance to participate, right? And for those who did, it was what it was a long time ago. It was an exception of you and Juliet. Um, and so, you know, I just I thank God for the memories and I thank God for His Word um, and how you. Uh, how you laid it out this morning was 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 really well, but yeah, don't 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 ask me for direction. <laughs> Hi, y'all, I love y'all. <laughs> yeah, the 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 it is probably one of the richest experiences of our life because uh, at at my church uh, we we dress you know you dress down you wore black. Um, I went to growing up, uh, my sidekick was uh, uh, Judy Johnson, who was Northern California first. She was minister of music. And so we've been friends since elementary school. So a lot of things that we didn't necessarily do in the Baptist church, uh, because she and I were besties, roadies, uh, that I learned from that culture and that experience. And nothing more has blessed my life than just being able to to do that because uh, that word that you use is so powerful, intimacy, because it's intimacy with God, you know, uh, and like you said, it's not sexual intimacy, but the intimacy uh, that's just you and him, uh, and you have an implosion of thought because uh, you you and only you know what your life is and what you what he's healed you from, what he's delivered you from, what he set you free from. So, yeah, that, that intimacy piece, great word. I'm going to add that to that if I ever uh, get a chance to talk about that again. Anybody else? Hey, hey Kay, this is Buckley again. Um, I've never participated in the foot washing. I hear a lot of it on this call, but I've never participated. But in spite of that, the way you lay, like, as uh, Kay just said, laid it out, it was like, Washing your feet, being close and intimate with the Lord, also um, washing away things that don't need to be a part of your life. I never thought of that through foot washing, you know, cleansing your mind, cleansing your heart, taking away things that are not like Jesus. I thank you so much for um, your um sharing it. I couldn't think of anything else sharing this awesome experience i can just visualize it now and it makes me think you're going to be a better me be a better servant just be better for him so i thank you so much for your share this morning it made me think a whole lot more about feet washing and what it represents so god bless you and thank you i'm going back on mute hey ek one more time um, yeah, please. Can you can, listen? This was gonna bother me all day. Can you? Two things. Number one, we don't. See, it's it's more of a. Um, and it's okay to say ritual. It's it's that yeah. is that is an acceptable. To, it's a it's you can call it a ritual. You can call it a tradition. You can call it a ceremony. Those are acceptable words. It doesn't mean anything negative. So don't 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 shy away from describing the term. Um, when when they say feet, when we say feet washing, like we didn't actually get soap and you know body body wash and all that stuff. So we didn't do that. It was just a matter of 
lukewarm water was uh, placed in a basin or a, a large bowl, um, and the, the 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 woman or the man would dip their feet in the um, in the bowl, and somebody whoever was before them. I just want to give you a visual, if that's okay. Whoever was administering the service would be on their knees with with a towel prepared, um, and so the person would dip their feet in the bowl basin. And whoever was serving at that time would scoop water just over it, just just symbolic. It's not like we actually took time to, because that would have taken too long or what have you. And then um, their feet. I can't remember if if there was a second person that dried the feet or if it was the same person. I don't I don't really remember. But and then, and then for us, went, I think I think it was somebody that that was sitting next. Yeah, to Yeah, I think the just to, yeah. yeah, yeah, just to kind of um, keep the time because you have a lot of people. It wasn't just twelve. Yeah, yeah. You know, depending on how big your congregation was um and there might have been a couple of different women or whatever however they did it but i just wanted to give you a visual it's not really like they really actually washed at least uh, modern times washed the feet i'm not sure what they did in biblical days but um modern it was more more about the ritual itself and honoring god through our worship as we as we went through and it wasn't a bunch of talking it was just as um just as um important and consecrated as your communion is there was no unnecessary chatter we may have been singing a hymn or singing one of our you know regular songs or something like that but um just just amazing okay thanks and 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 i of course now that you just said that i, I got to put something else on it um it was mostly hymns and every now and then uh somebody would break out with, with, with a scripture uh, and it was not a whole, like you said, it was, it was sanctimonious. It was, uh, you know, it was a holy, uh, just designed to be like a holy ordinance. Uh, and, and I know we're not back in yet. I know we're not back in full, but maybe when, when, when we get there, that might be something we need to think about for declaring victory. That, that's way in the future because we've not gotten back to, you know, full on. But that, that might be one of the things that we might need to, to, to <laughs> consider, you know, uh, but it, it is definitely a wonderful, humbling, uh, great experience. But you just you just framed it right because it is exactly that's exactly what was for uh, our experience as well. Praise God. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I hear two people. I'll, I'll let the lady go first. Okay. Bless I you, was sir. just gonna say. Good morning. Um, this is Prosperous Pam. Just really quickly, I just um, got in on the tail end of the discussion. And, um, you know, I didn't even know that it was a thing um, about the, um, you know, when I, I talk about my mom a lot, just kind of caring for her. And I do clean her feet. And there's something humbling. Of, well, I can't, I feel like there's someone on, not on mute. But um, it feels very humbling. Um and I feel closer to God. It's just so amazing that you guys are even talking about it because, again, Declare Victory is the first, like, real church probably that I've been a part of. Um, but there is just something humbling, and I feel very close to the Lord when I'm in. I think it's something, too, about the posture of being, like, where I am. I don't know where I, if I'm, like, you know, I'm sitting on, I'm sitting on the floor, or late on, I, you know, but I'm just doing that. And it's just something very... Um, I feel closer to God. It's got to be a spiritual thing because I I um, think about that sometimes when I'm even um, cleaning, uh, doing feet like, wow, they should have a foot washing thing. And you guys are saying that um, the churches do it. So anyway, just wanted to share. And thanks so much for the declaration and conversation. It's 
um, really enlightening this morning. Have a great day. Go ahead, brother. Hey, good morning, uh, Eric. Uh, this is Brother E. Um, you brought me back, brother. Um, uh, I, I, now, I don't know if Church of God in Christ does it, but um, the Pentecostal uh, denomination that I was in, which is not Holy Church of America, um, we did it every we did it every communion. In fact, you know, when you're born and raised uh, up, and, and, and you know, I, I had no idea that no no other church did not do this on a regular basis until I think I was after um, after at the high school. Because, you know, for all 18 years of my life, that's, that's all I knew. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, you just brought back some memories. I, I remember, you know... Um, and now, as an Adventist, I get to redo that because we 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 do do the uh, foot washing um, before we take the, uh, the communion. We call it the ordinance of humility. Now, when I was in um, in, in United Holy Church of America, we did it after communion. It was always such a great time of fellowship. You know, the women would go go to one side, and the men would go to another, and you know we you know the men would wash each other's feet. And um, there would be songs sing, singing. So, you know, women would do one, and then everybody would come come in, and then the men would, would do some. Uh, and so it was a great time. Um, but as I got older, though, it's funny, because um, it's supposed to be, in, in, it's supposed to be a, a, um, a humbling experience, but it's also to... Uh, uh, when I when I got to be older and I got to to you know to know the the, the in the ground the uh, politics of it, it also exposes your character. What I mean by that is that I would see sometimes on the women's side that there would be a certain group that would wash only wash each other's feet, you know, kind of like of a clique. You know, maybe if you were younger, you wouldn't wash your older's feet or, or whatever. If you had something against somebody, you wouldn't wash their feet. So to me, it turned out to be a a, a, a place, and, and and that's kind of what, what I got from what Jesus was, <clears throat> is that, you know, it, it exposes your character. You know, as you talked about Jesus washing the feet, what came to my mind is is that the creator of all things, was no problem, had no problem washing the, the, the men that he created, and to wash the dirt which he created man out of. And, and you know, when we do it, it's very sanitized. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows that, you know, uh, uh, this Sunday or this Sabbath, you know, I'm going to get my feet washed, so you make sure that you, 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 you know, your toenails are clipped, and you make sure that you wash your feet before. So it's, it's you know, it's almost like a... Uh, like it's it's almost kind of like a ceremony, but see back then, you know, like you as you said before, you know, you walk through uh, dirt and dust, and so throughout the day it was caked in. So it was it was it was a, a thing of service, but it was also a thing of hospitality. 
And so it, there wasn't no nice little water, you know what I'm saying? You wash the feet, you sprinkle the water on there. You know, Jesus did it. He had to really get down there, get in between the toes and all that. And it was probably only one uh, one bucket. So can you imagine after that, that 11th or 12th feet, that, that water is probably, probably real dirty. And we're talking about the Lord of all creation, his hands, in that constantly in that dirty water, washing that feet. That's the ultimate uh, humility for me. And then it always spoke to me is that if Christ can do that, you know what I'm saying? If Christ can do that, then what, you know, you know, how low can I go? And it just says to me that sometimes we have to take, we have to put down our title and we have to take up our towel and wash the feet. So I want to thank you for the declaration, man. God bless you. Yes, sir. That that was a kind of a preaching moment right there. <laughs> that hey, bless me. Yeah. I want this is. I want to to say because uh, when you've seen this done at weddings, it's the most beautiful intimacy. I don't know if somebody already brought that up, but it's just like a husband or wife. It just shows that you're committed and. To me, I mean, everybody could, just like when you wipe your vows, but when you wash each other's feet, it's like you're washing off all those um, ungodly soul ties that were there before you, and now you're going to just be committed to each other, you know. So I just think that's something, like you said, as far as bringing it back um, to to declare victory, even couples doing it um, every now and then, too, you know what I'm saying, just wash off the dirt. I, I just love you so much, brother. And I actually miss you. Like, I'm not even being funny. I miss not um, being able to just laugh with you. So have a wonderful day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And likewise. All right. Well, if not, nothing else, I Good morning. Uh, oh, okay, please. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, EK, Pastor EK, this is Tony. I thank God for your declaration on this morning. I heard half of it, but what woke me up was the feet washing. And I can remember when I was in New Orleans, I was belonging to a deliverance ministry. And every Friday night, we washed one another's feet. And so we looked, we looked at each other like, who, uh, you know, which one are we going to wash feet? We like picking and choosing. But I can remember what Pastor Dion said one morning. It wasn't about us not what we feel, what we want, or what we need, but it's all about Christ. So I thank God this morning for your declaration uh, on this morning. I really enjoy you. Thank you. And then the scripture came to my mind, humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up. And if my people, Daryl Coley has a song, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal their land, forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. And I thank God. God had given us an order right there when he told us to humble ourselves and turn from your wicked ways. So I thank God for the word of God. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I Absolutely. Uh, when he was alive, that was one of uh, my, he didn't sing it often, but that was absolutely one of my if not the best Daryl Coley song, uh, because it really caused you to look inward, right? Praise God. Thank you for that, sister.
All right. Well, I'm getting ready to head to work. I got summer school today. <laughs> and I appreciate all the comments and, and the love and the encouragement and the sharing, uh, because that's what makes us better uh, when we share uh, each other's experiences and all the input. Uh, when we put it all together, it makes a real healthy uh, succotash uh, when we mix all the different ideas, the godly ideas together. So I thank everybody for uh, what they have done. So, Father, we ask you now that you would bless each and every uh, victor, each and every declarer, each and every person under the sound of our voice, that even that they would be blessed when they listen to the playback and that they would have a blessed week, a blessed day, and that they would uh, declare and decree that today would be a supernatural turnaround day for them, uh, that we rebuke uh, depression, Lord God, and that we ask now that victory would be imparted in each and every one of our lives and that we would go forward in the power of the Lord. And we bless you now in the victorious name of Jesus. Thank God and amen. Go in peace. Have the best day. Have a blessed day. Love you all. Amen.
It's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. For 
It's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. For 
It's God we aim to please. We are declared victory.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Declare victory. 